O Lord, open our lips, and our mouths will declare your praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The scripture for today is Nehemiah 8, verses 1 through 12. Let's prepare our hearts to hear from God's word as we listen to Joy of the Lord by Chris Llewellyn, Ed Cash, and Gareth Gilkison. Influences of the band members' Irish heritage can be heard in the rollicking rhythms and use of fiddle and other folk instruments. The phrases tumble along continuously, pushing through tears and failure to find a posture of praise and ultimately finding strength in the joy of the Lord with a jubilant song. The tears may fall, my song will rise, my song will rise to you. Though my heart may fail, my song will rise, my song will rise to you. While there's breath in my lungs, I will praise you, Lord. In the dead of night, I'll lift my eyes, I'll lift my eyes to you. Though the waters rise, I'll lift my eyes, I'll lift my eyes to you. While there's hope in this heart, I will praise you, Lord. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. In the darkness I'll dance, in the shadows I'll sing. The joy of the Lord is my strength. When I cannot. I cannot 
A reading from Nehemiah chapter 8. And all the people gathered as one man into the square before the water gate. And they told Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses that the Lord had commanded Israel. So Ezra the priest brought the law before the assembly, both men and women, and all who could understand what they heard, on the first day of the seventh month. And he read from it, facing the square before the water gate from early morning until midday, in the presence of the men and the women and those who could understand. And the ears of all the people were attentive to the book of the law. And Ezra the scribe stood on a wooden platform that they had made for the purpose. And Ezra opened the book in the sight of all the people, for he was above all the people. And as he opened it, all the people stood. And Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God. And all the people answered, Amen, Amen, lifting up their hands. And they bowed their heads and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. And Nehemiah, who was the governor, and Ezra, the chief priest and scribe, and the Levites who taught the people, said to all the people, This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep. For all the people wept as they heard the words of the law. Then he said to them, Go your way, eat the fat and drink sweet wine, and send portions to anyone who has nothing ready. For this day is holy to our Lord. And do not be grieved, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. So the Levites calmed all the people, saying, Be quiet, for this day is holy. Do not be grieved. And all the people went their way to eat and drink and to send portions and to make great rejoicing because they had understood the words that were declared to them. Some of my most meaningful encounters with God took place in a senior center in Pasadena. It's where my old church used to meet. Now, there's nothing particularly special or attractive about the space itself. Our church worshipped in a big common room with linoleum floors and fluorescent lights. But week after week, I encountered beauty in that church as the word of God was proclaimed. And similar to what we read in verse 6, the congregation would respond by saying, Amen, Amen. Now, it was a Presbyterian church, so no one lifted up their hands, but it was powerful nonetheless. Now, the gathering that we read about in Nehemiah 8 was a gathering focused on the book of the law, God's word delivered by Moses. Under the leadership of Ezra and Nehemiah, God's people were reestablished in the land God had given them, and once again, they became a people of the book. The word of God took on new importance as the visible greatness of their home country had all but vanished. The temple had been destroyed, and much of what they had built was now in ruins. The only thing that remained for them were the promises of God contained in his word, but that was more than enough. And friends, those same promises are our source of hope and strength today. The now complete book has been compiled and preserved for us. God has graciously breathed out his word to teach, reprove, correct, and train us in righteousness. And when we behold it, no matter where we are, it's a thing of beauty especially as the written word points us to the incarnate word, Jesus. So friends, consider for a moment, are you feasting on the word of God? 
Are you beholding its beauty? Are you allowing it to point you to Jesus, the Word made flesh? In these next few moments, I would encourage you to pray that the Spirit, the ultimate author of the Bible, would give you the desire and the opportunity to be in the Word so that the joy of the Lord might be your strength. Let's close now with this prayer from the Book of Common Prayer. This is another day, O Lord. I know not what it will bring forth, but make me ready, Lord, for whatever it may be. If I'm to stand up, help me to stand bravely. If I'm to sit still, help me to sit quietly. If I'm to lie low, help me to do it patiently. And if I'm to do nothing, let me do it gallantly. Make these words more than words, and give me the Spirit of Jesus. Amen.